Hi, this is Kale Warren. This is Jessica Button. Isolde's irradiated irises ingratiated between inmates. Welcome to Gone Global. Are you just putting words together? Well, I mean, they all start with yeah, I. Yeah, just alliterating. Are you going through the alphabet? You yeah. did D, right? Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> you want to try again? G? G? Did, yeah, I, did, I think I did G twice. Oh. And then Where's I, H? H was last week's. Oh. Do you not remember me running out of breath because of all the <laughs> H's I was doing? Yeah, but I didn't remember the exact words. All right. Anyway, welcome to Gone Global. Hello. Welcome to Gone Global Incorporated. Can I get mm-hmm. you anything? Uh, a drink. Uh, I noticed drink. you're a little early for your appointment. <laughs> um, and it is after working hours. Mm-hmm. So... So, I mean, you're going to bring me a drink, drink, right? Well, <laughs> I think we have an open bottle of champagne in the fridge. Mm. But welcome to Gone Global. Yes. So did you learn anything this week? Uh, I learned that sometimes it's possible to be spontaneously productive. So yesterday I had a super productive day. But it was completely against all my plans and all my schedules. But a friend asked me, hey, do you want to have a productive day today? And I was like, this sounds like a trick question, but yes, please. And like a genie, she blinked her eyes and wiggled her nose and it was done. That was basically what happened. We we did something called a write-in cafe. So you, it's basically just intense concentration and you do it in kind of bursts. Yeah. And you just go away to a quiet room and, and yeah, I got loads done. It was great. Mm. So sometimes say yes to the, the random things that people ask you to do. No, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> I can't decide if the reference I just made was from I Dream of Genie or Bewitched. Bewitched. Was it Bewitched? I took it as Bewitched anyway. I think I meant it as I Dream of Genie. I've never actually seen I Dream of Genie. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere down the mm. line. So you don't even know what you're referencing, really. I mean, isn't that just millennial culture, though? Probably. Anyway. What did you learn this week? So I learned that my very good friend Anna Hogan got a new job at a place called The Cauldron. Oh, cool. Which I guess is a, a bar. I guess it started in London. Uh-huh. And that's like the original one. But they've opened one in New York City. And apparently they do... Um, all sorts of like Harry Potter themed like drinks. Mm. They have like a potions class. That sounds and fun. They have, uh, I guess I guess they do a thing with like the wands, and it interacts with the the drinks somehow. Oh, cool! I don't know the whole thing. I've never been there, and I've only just heard about it. But anyway. Congratulations, Anna. Doing a great job. All right. So I think I go first this week, right? That's correct. This week, the topic is weird. Weird. I'm going to talk about toilets. Hold on. (laughs) No. Why did you say it like Mr. Ed? Who's Mr. Ed? The horse? Yeah. I was was being spooky. Weird. Are, Are you afraid of horses? No. Not in the slightest. Are horses spooky to you? No, I wasn't being a horse. All right. Well, I have a thing about plumbing as well, but <laughs> we're we're probably gonna say the exact like same but opposite things. 
I do not understand your toilets. I'm going to come out and say I do not get it. It drives me crazy. Okay. I don't know what to say about that. What's not to get? So the 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 big difference is the water levels. Between European toilets and American toilets, the water levels are very different. So in an American toilet, the water is basically up to the seat. Like the the whole bowl is full of water. Uh I think I I will grant I will grant you it's more than the UK's for sure. Mm. I, it depends on it depends on the toilet. It's no, it's like full. But no, anyway, I was. It isn't. It is, <laughs> baby. It isn't. It is. Now hold on. Is this full? Like you're full, where you fill a glass only three quarters of the way full and bring it to me and expect me to be happy about it? I mean, you should be because I'm bringing you water. Interesting that that's where you went. <laughs> but because, like, it's not full full. It is. It, Baby, it isn't. Because <laughs> if it's full full, then your poop is going to be touching you. Well, this this is the problem that most people on the internet have. So I was reading some um, very colorful language as to the confusion that people have with this. And uh, I don't want to get too deeply into this, but let's just say people are very afraid of splashback, of how close it is to them. And also someone else pointed out that if you throw up, it's, it's right there. Can't do anything about it. And gentlemen also had an issue that a certain part... Yeah, sure. Oh, don't do oh, that. Don't oh. do that. Don't do the water. Sure. Oh. <laughs> so this uh, this was hundreds of tweets in a BuzzFeed article of people saying these sorts of hmm. things. We might have to revisit this topic because now it's been it's been two years now since I have used an American toilet. Mm-hmm. Oh, the experience is scarred in my brain forever. Well, my point being, yeah, it, it might. It might mess me up. <laughs> I know. I know. As a kid, I was always worried that I would reach in during cleanup, as it were, and touch a floater. <laughs> I really regret this topic. I am sorry, everybody, but it was as soon as we said weird. I was like, toilets. They are the weirdest things ever, and kind of dug myself into a hole with it. Really, yeah. I don't want to go into it, but they're just so weird. This is this is not what I uh, thought you were going to talk about. What did you actually. think I was going to talk about? The gaps in the... Um, oh, that's coming. In the, oh, okay. So, yeah, the gaps also. Okay. So, first you have the issue with the water. And like I said, in European toilets, it's... There's only a very tiny little, like, puddle of water almost. It's... I mean, it's America. It's waste. Really yeah, pretty much. I, I tried to read how they work. I didn't get very far because most most articles and things are like, why are America's toy- toilets so weird? But they don't actually explain why. They just have lots of people in like airports and stuff being confused, being like, what is this? Well, that's, um, but, that, that's your first mistake. But it's essentially, it's something to do with how, how the plumbing works. That because in American toilets... It sucks the whole bowl down. Yes. 
But in European ones, they use the water to push it down. So the water is the force of the weight, but in American ones, it, the the force of the weight is the sucking. So you suck the whole bowl out of it. Okay. That's yes. that's as far as I got. I couldn't explain to you more about that. Well, but. yeah. So my thinking would be that the more the more you have, the 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 harder the force pushes down. You know, so when you flush, all of it goes. Mm, yeah. In theory, anyway, that's, like I said, that's as far as I got. Yeah. So then we move on to the gaps. Now we're talking, now we're talking the... Public toilets that are... Yeah. In cubicles. Yeah. But the the gap between the... So there's like a, a frame where the door is. It's a door frame. And uh-huh. I'm trying to motion this with my fingers and it's... Yeah. <laughs> paint, paint the people a picture. Yeah. Um, but it's a frame and then you have the door in the middle and there's a gap probably like four fingers wide on either side okay no it is no it isn't it is i mean unless you're talking about some broken bar bathroom there's never ever been a four finger gap wide that's crazy i'll give you two 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 i'll there is definitely a big enough gap though that you can see exactly what is happening one thousand percent oh it's horrific yeah oh god i have big issues with going to the bathroom and it's just like why why do you think i do in my middle school it was just like they just had brick wall barriers on either side and there was no door no door at all. At all. Oh, when you were like little. I uh, so middle school. This would have been um, uh, like a eleven to like fourteen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, just as you really get into want some privacy. Too. Yep. Yep. Oh no. Um, yeah, it was terrible, and it's probably why I have issues for mm. sure. It's yeah. I don't understand. Um. Fun fact: I tried to. <laughs> I was. Do in, I want to hear I this? My, I was in my uh, my grades like newspaper class. And the boy who wouldn't poop. Not the article itself. <laughs> thank you very much. But I tried to write. I tried to write about why there were no doors, mm. and uh, it was never. My my article was never published. Mm. Because I was, I was trying to solve the, the yeah. crime. Well, you know, you stepped over the line. You were trying to, trying yeah. to stick it to the man, as it were. Yeah. And couldn't be tolerated. Un- uncovered a conspiracy. Mm. I I will say that we do have, uh, and so also the doors. The there's a big gap at the top and a big gap at the bottom as well. Yes. So. And- Generally on the sides as well. Yeah, so I was talking about the sides first, and then yeah, you have top and bottom. Um, no, no, I mean on the on the walls between the stalls. So when you as you're on the toilet, you've got you've got the walls on either side of you, and then you've got the door in front of you. Yeah, and there's gaps where the door is between between the wall and the and the door. Yes, but also on the floor. And 
the ceiling as well. It doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So there's just gaps everywhere, and it's very problematic for me. Um, I was speaking to my friend Lisa today about this actually, and we were kind of talking. For reference, she's she's Russian. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you're gonna say, but she's Russian, so I don't know uh, what. It has nothing to do with this. I don't know what information you could possibly have gleaned. No, we were just topic. talking about that it could be uh, a security thing that you can always get out of. If you get locked in, because the locks are also ridiculous and flimsy, mm. you can get out of them. But also, and especially in light of, you know, recent climate, if somebody's hiding in a toilet, you can easily get in and find them this is a problem long before that no i know but we so we do have a similar thing that's why i asked how old you were in school because in like really little school you have those kinds of cubicles not with the gap in the door where you can see in but there's a big space above and a big space below Hmm. so that if a kid gets stuck or anything they can crawl they can get out so i do Hmm. understand that sort of facet of it but there's, it's still just yeah there's probably a logic there mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. i don't know i really don't know yeah so i don't enjoy them very yeah. much i have to say yeah um sorry yeah i know i i, I apologize for bringing it the i book. don't listen don't, don't apologize to me we've talked Ooh, about it several times fun fact though in new zealand because it's the other end of the world it's the the southern hemisphere the water goes down the wrong way it goes the opposite way to the northern hemisphere mm-hmm. and that's weird too but kind of cool yeah I suppose yeah <laughs> so i i googled weird british habits mm-hmm. just like i've got one or two that we can joke around and play with here mm-hmm. but i found i found an article uh, from Business Insider, mm-hmm. and this was the number one weird habit on this article uh, in Britain. This is the British number one, the number one British habit that Business Insider has a mm-hmm. problem with. Number one, and I quote: "Why are quaint little towns have a homicide rate comparable to Honduras?" Hmm, I wouldn't call it a habit. Well, listen. <laughs> It's a What's ha- the reason? habit for the killers. What's the reasoning behind this habit? Uh, I don't know. Why I... are you all killing each other in your little towns? I, I I don't know. I can't attest to this. I don't know where they're getting these figures from. How dare you? You're just dodging the question. I, I don't know. I've literally never heard this. And for me, like, I... I the town that I grew up in is fairly known for having quite a lot of like violent crime, uh-huh. and there's a lot of like knife crimes and stuff too. So I I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you guys have guns. So yeah, of exactly. What else are you gonna kill each other with? Mm. So that's that's the thing. See, at least I mean knives are obviously horrible and awful, and there's a big problem in the UK right now. But I feel like there's intent with a knife and there's also more chance of you surviving Mm. than a gun accidentally going (laughs) off yeah what you mean is it ain't they ain't guns yep basically um i i don't know what to say to that i don't know 
I didn't, yeah, I didn't read the article. I just <laughs> well, Barry, you just, should have yeah, the answers. That's wi- a wild, a wild question. Mm. Um, Business insider. Maybe they're just trying to discourage people from investing. Post Brexit. Yeah, just be like, don't, don't even bother. Bad murderites. They freaking kill each other over there. Yeah, could be. Um, here's one thing I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Butter on bread. Oh, I hate that you don't. Now, it kills me. Now, let me clarify. I'm not just talking about, like, bread and butter, right? Like, I like toast with butter as much as the next person. Mm-hmm. I like butter to flavor my rolls. I am trying to be very careful not to say biscuits because that's a completely different but- thing. Apparently. Mm. Um, but you put butter on your sandwiches. Yeah. I I find it insane that you don't. Why? That's what you do. Well, no. Yeah. Because I put... Soften, softens and moistens the bread. I put, adds a little bit of salt into it. Beautiful. I put two different condiments on my sandwiches currently. Oh, well, if... Neither... If, also, neither, if I put a sauce on, I will. it will be with butter. Okay. There's another thing. Why? I don't understand why not. <laughs> Does the butter not mess up the condiment? No, it makes it a lovely new flavor. You just said you have two sauces. Neither of which are butter. No, but the butter mixed in with, say, like ketchup. It's really good and it creates like a new a new flavor explosion. No, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. I know I'm never, ever going to convince that's you, but it's still crazy. The different. craziest thing you've ever said. There, there have been many times when I've been making sandwiches for the both of us and I butter mine and then... I get really angry <laughs> when I like have the knife in my hand and I'm like, ugh, it doesn't have butter. It doesn't make sense. It does. It doesn't make sense that you don't have it. Uh, why are so many articles on, on these lists about how the British are so polite and drink tea? I bet these people have never been to Britain. Yeah, Britain... Britons aren't notoriously polite. First of all, it's a stereotype. First of all, that's Canadians. Yeah. Second of all, I've only I've met three polite Britons. Who? I'm not putting those poor people on (laughs) last. Um, here's something I don't understand. What's a cheeky Nando's? Cheeky Nando's, isn't it? Now. I got this question from a Tumblr post, mm-hmm. and apparently there's an answer, and I'm going to do my best to answer in a way that hopefully you can understand. Maybe you can tell me mm-hmm. what it says. Mm-hmm. Quote, mate, it's hard to explain, mate. It's just like one day you'll be with your mates having a look in JD, and you might fancy Curry Club at the Spoons. But your lad Callum, who's an absolute ledge and the Archbishop of Banterbury, will be like, Brevs, let's have a cheeky Nando's instead. And you'll think, top, let's smash it. That's beautiful. That's poetry that goes right to my heart. Let, would, you, would you like me to do a simultaneous translation of it? Oh, Trum, I do say, it's very difficult to 
clarify. It's just that once upon a time, you will be in the company of one's chums having a look in Armani and <laughs> by chance you might think about a curry club at a Weatherspoons, but your best bud e chum <laughs> Callum who is an absolute darling and the height of wit will state <laughs> chums let's have a cheeky Nando's uh-huh. and you'll think marvellous tally ho Like, like clarify for you. Okay, yeah, you got me. That was really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of fun though. You know what else gets me about America? Prices. Why are prices not the prices they are? Why is tax added on at the end? In rich people. It just like capitalism. The, that's why. For. Every, and every object too, everything you could buy, it has a price on it. Let's say for the sake of it, five dollars. Mm-hmm. You get to the till, and they say five dollars and fifty cents. You're like, what? Where did that come from? What's the percentage again? Twenty? Uh, it varies. Well, which is even worse. And that's that's that I think is is my assumption as why. As to why they have it done at the at the registers because it it's all different. Mm. Is so, it different products or just different places? Both. Mm. So we do have that kind of tax on goods. It's called VAT. Yeah. Is it the same thing for you? Uh, it it may. Va- it's called value added tax. It, yeah. It, it, so it it's probably be. the same thing. Yeah. But. Ours is set on a national level, mm. except for on alcohol and and different products. There's a few different ones. Mm-hmm. But generally, it's set, and I think it's 17.5% now, but that's already on the price. You don't need to think about that. Yeah. Ours varies by state. Ugh. Yeah. So, like, in Texas, there is no tax on uh, food, on, like, mm. groceries. Mm-hmm. Food specifically. Right. But on everything else, you do have it. Hmm. Hmm. And other states aren't like that. Weird. That's just a weird thing, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't appreciate being made to do maths. That's... I mean, I mean, the register does it for you, but it's still a real bummer when you find out you don't have enough money because yeah. because some rich fat cat's getting a cut. Yep, pretty much. And that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And that that brings me to tipping as well. That like, it's wild that you have to tip to make up people's wages because they're not being paid properly. Yep. It's like what? Yep. Hold on. Yep. Because tipping is 20%, right? 
Uh, 15 to 20, yeah. yeah. 20 is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right? just jerks. Yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. Again, our favorite theme. That's, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple of more serious ones. Okay. And, uh, and I think... Uh, we can we can have a small conversation about them. Okay. Um, so in Britain, no, let me start differently. Here in our kitchen, and all, all of our bathrooms actually, mm-hmm. we have one tap. Mm. It's got the multi temperature setting. Yep. That you you know you have your hot your hot and your cold come out of the same place. Mm-hmm. But in Britain. They have two. Yeah, hot cap, hot bleh, hot tap, and the cold tap. Uh huh. Do you know why? I have read about this at some point. That I feel like it was in construction in the fifties and sixties, and the tanks were different, and the hot water wasn't drinkable or something. Yeah, yeah, basically. So um, you're you're right on the time frame. I think in the 60s there was like a law made about it or an ordinance or something. Well, and, and this was also because, don't forget, we got really heavily bombed in World War Two, and the 60s was when it started to pick up again and they started building really quickly. And the British invented plumbing in the 60s. No, no. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. No, not at all. I, what I'm saying is that they built the they built the houses quickly, and they didn't they didn't do the water supply properly, which is why you had to have two taps because the hot water came from a different place and wasn't drinkable. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So uh, according to the BBC, the tradition began with the fact that there would be cross contamination between the two taps Mm -hmm. so according to kevin wellman the chief executive officer of the chartered institute of plumbing and heating engineering uh quote cold water came from a main supply and was fit for drinking hot water would be serviced by a local storage cistern often situated in the loft like the attic yeah i guess Yeah. yeah we we've still got the the remnants of a water tank in our attic it's, it doesn't have the water in it anymore, but you can see where it was, and it's still just a big tub. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, this caused an imbalance of pressures, which meant that if incorrect taps and valves were installed, one stream of water could force its way across to the other. Hmm. Uh, water bylaws prevented hot and cold water being mixed because water that had been sitting in a tank in the loft was not deemed safe to drink, he said. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think I think now it's it's not so common. I think the two taps are there because they've always been there. Well, but you know, like if you install a new sink or whatever, it's not a big deal. No. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons that the practice is maintained, uh, this article said, was uh, that so the visually impaired will know which side the hot oh, and yeah. cold are on. Yeah, that's a very good point. So. Um. Okay, now, have you ever heard the urban legend about TV pickups? What's a TV pickup? So, apparently, in the UK, there's an old wives' tale that there's a certain time of day when the national power grid has to be prepped because everyone is boiling their kettles at the exact same time. Mm. Adverts. 
adverts in TV. We were we were talking about this last week that when you have an advert, you an advert break, you go and you put the kettle. No, on no, 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 no. You're 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 not hearing what I'm saying. So the the power grid itself has to be boosted mm-hmm. because so many kettles are on at the exact same time. Mm. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. I'm adding to your point that that's probably during advert breaks of, you know, the most watched TV show or whatever. So I bet it's like football games. Okay, let me let me explain what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And then and then we'll we'll get there. So TV pickups occur during breaks in popular television programs and are a surge in demand caused by the flushing of toilets. Mm. Uh, leading to a surge at the pumping station and the opening of fridge doors by millions of people. Mm. There is a common misconception that the number one driver of TV pickups is the boiling of kettles. But this only creates a pull on the local network for a short period of time until the water is boiled and can therefore be managed relatively easy. Whereas the flushing... The flushing of the toilet causes a longer surge at the water and sewage pumping stations and opening the refrigerator lets the chilled air escape, causing the compressor to run. These loads are more of a problem for the grid. The, now, this phenomenon is common in the UK, where individual programs can often attract a significantly large audience share. Uh, the introduction of a wider range of TV channels is mitigating the effect, but it remains a large concern for the national grid operators. Today. That surprises me, because a lot of... Well, I guess this is quite an assumption, but there are a lot of options you have for like pausing the TV now, so you don't have to wait for the advert break anymore. I, yeah, I think I think that's probably where it comes from. Mm-hmm. The that second part. All of this is from Wikipedia. Mm. Um, but so the largest TV pickup in the UK happened on July fourth of nineteen ninety. Mm. There was a Wouldn't know, wasn't there? 2,800 megawatt demand during the England v. West Germany FIFA World Cup semifinal penalty shootout. Yeah, I bet. And that's the largest one, at least on this Wikipedia article. Mm, mm-hmm. The most recent TV pickups were also the lowest on this article. So during the 2018 FIFA World Cup uh, matches on July 3rd, 7th, and the 11th, England was playing Croatia, Sweden, and Colombia. Mm. Remember? I think we lost. Oh, I think we might have won. I don't know. No, you lost to Croatia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this was this was while we were in New Zealand. Just no, I didn't year. watch yeah. this one. No. Uh, the, the megawattage was 1,400 for England and Sweden and England and Croatia. And you said these were the lowest ones. Right. Mm. And the most recent. Mm. Well, I bet a part of that too is also pub culture and that you all go to one place to watch it rather than everybody individually watching it in their right. homes, you all go and gather around one TV set. But surely that would have been the same in 1990. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, Pub culture didn't just spring up. No, no, I know, but 1990, there wasn't a lot of money around to go to the pub. I I really don't know, but I would say, and also, 
they probably didn't have, you know, like big wide screens and things. Whereas now you can get the whole pub and you can see it. But if the pub has only got one TV at the time and everyone has to gather around and you can't see, maybe people would watch it at home. Hmm. Depends what time it was on too. By this wattage? 2,800? And you also have to account for more more efficiency in electricals now and the you know people might not be having cups of tea anymore they might be having a beer or something i don't know i feel like there's logic in what i'm saying but i realize i'm during losing the, it during a little the bit fifa world cup people are drinking tea and not beer that doesn't sound right at all no beer and beer and not tea okay so here's the most interesting ones on september 2nd 3rd and a week later September 7th, in 1992, Cor- Coronation Street and EastEnders. Say that again? EastEnders. 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 No, EastEnders. Uh, all pulled 1,800 megawatts at one time. What was going on during those shows? Huh? That's crazy. So other things can affect the TV pickups. Immediately following the solar eclipse of August 11th, 1999, there was a record demand of 3,000 megawatts. Um, This was the largest rapid increase that the grid had ever experienced, but it had been anticipated and they were fine. So the, the World Cup that you said was the biggest wasn't the biggest. It was the biggest television event. Um... You can't watch a solar eclipse on the television. Huh. All right. I, I don't guess. Can you? Yeah. Suppose. Yeah. All right. That is interesting. All right. So, I guess that's uh, that's gonna be the episode that's that's kind of leading up to our big adventure. Mmm. We are going global this month. We are going on a trip. To it, a couple of them. Yeah. So we're going to Liverpool first, where we'll be attending. Our dear listener, Rachel Burton's wedding. And then we'll be in Liverpool for a little while. Yep. And uh, then we'll be in Texas and then on the road to toward Chicago. Yep. And then, I don't know, we may get to visit Roswell. We're hoping to. So hopefully we'll get to see, uh, get to see some stuff. Yeah, that'll be cool. So the next episode is going to be a hometowns that... I think we will talk about Liverpool. Yeah, should we should we talk about Liverpool and then talk about Amarillo on uh, the next one? We'll talk about Liber- uh, uh, Liber- Yeah, yes, yes, great <laughs> idea. Excellent. All right. Okay. Oh, it feels weird not spinning the wheel, but this is a special episode, a special travel episode. My my arm spinning wheels ready to. No, my wheel spinning. My wheel spinning arms ready to. Your arm spinning wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell the people where they can find us? In lots of places. You can find us on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Podcoin, everywhere you get your podcasts. We also have an email address, which is goneglobalpod at gmail.com. And feel free to write in with wheel suggestions and other things that you would like to talk about. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TotoInto. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find all my work at KaleWard.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Don't look for me on the Comics Pals for the next month or so because I won't be there. But you should go listen to what they have to say about whatever garbage they're talking about. So, great job, boys. Keep up the good work in Spider-Man and stuff. And Spider-Man. All right. We'll see you next week. You don't want him to find you. Oh, I suppose you can find me on Twitter, which is at Jan91, J-I-A-N-91. Oh, and also, next time we record, you'll be older. So wait for the wisdom that will come next episode. Not yet, though. All right, see you next week. I'll tell you another weird thing about Britain.